With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Racing Lines, Beeson's Formula One betting show with the English racing expert, Mikhail Miranda. Here is Wes Reynolds. Welcome into Racing Lines. Wes Reynolds along with Mikhail Miranda here getting you updated on the Formula One season. This week we're going to be in the Netherlands for the Dutch Grand Prix. But last week we were at the spa in Belgium and uh, basically a Red Bull show, an absolutely dominant performance from uh, Team Red Bull, Max Verstappen, despite the fact that he had to take a grid penalty. Started 14th in the race, but no problem for Max Verstappen. He ends up finishing first, and that's been pretty much a recurring theme all season. Uh, one, two on the podium, by the way, for Team Red Bull. Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez. Carlos Sainz, who was the pole sitter at the spa, ended up third. Uh, Macau, get us up to speed and uh, kind of give us a summary of what we saw last weekend in Belgium. Oh, absolutely. I guess it's safe to say we can start bleeding orange now because we know Max has taken the baton and just gone with Red Bull. Obviously, he's just driving out of this league. So let's go with the top five things we learned from the Belgian Grand Prix. Number one, Max, in a league of his own, there was no answer from Ferrari or any other team or driver. Even his own uh, teammate, Sergio Perez, had no answer for his pace. There was just a huge deficit from anyone on the field compared to Max. He just absolutely started 14th, very patient. And as he is a world champion, he is defending that title really, really well. Uh, I did say that I was my best for the race would be Max Verstappen as an outright win or Carlos Sainz uh, on Greg Peterson when I did pop up there. And the reason for that was even though Max was plus money, I did see him do something that he never did before in the Hungarian Grand Prix. And he just... He copied that same tactic. Red Bull have just been behind Max and they're backing him in the right way. And I believe the odds makers are seeing this now because even though he was a plus money favorite, uh, he was still uh, a favorite compared to what he was uh, pre-qualifying uh, for the Belgian Grand Prix. Uh, Charles, uh, we had this in qualifying and in practice. Lacks faith in Ferrari strategies now. 
going forward, I think we're going to see a lot of hesitance from uh, Charles. He's like, wait, do we really want to do this? I think he's going to be calling his own shots from now on, feeling the way the tires are working, when to come to the pits, when not to, what tires to go on. I think that the strategist is actually asking Charles, what do you think about this? Which is very interesting because that is your job and you're not doing your job. So I guess uh, Ferrari might have to look at a new strategist for that coming up. George Russell, his consistency of top five has been absolutely on par. Except with that one DNF before, he has had top five finishes throughout the entire season. And Wesley did mention this, that we might see a bit of momentum taking a hit at Mercedes. And we did see Lewis Hamilton get knocked out. Uh, we did see him actually fly as many of the Instagram posts and everyone in the commentators like, hey, Mercedes is flying. And then they had to stop the car and Lewis was out. So we might see some momentum being lost at Mercedes, but knowing them, they will be able to bring it back. And knowing Lewis, he'll be able to do that job and be back on the podium. Uh, Williams. Their low drag spec call. Whoa, what a shocking. Alex Albon in the points yet again this season. Absolutely phenomenal to see the driver. He has been doing such a great thing at Williams. And he has a new contract that's going on. So it is very interesting to see. Very nice to see what uh, Alex Albon is doing at Williams and what they have achieved. I know ever since Dorton captain bought the team out from uh, Claire Williams, they have put in some money to the team and we finally see them come up, maybe not as fast as we want to and at the pace that we saw George Russell back when he was there last year, but still some great momentum moving forward. And last but not least, Alpine don't seem to have lacked any performance from this break. They have come back stronger and they're taking the flight to Mc McLaren, sorry, and they're keeping it up there. McLaren have no answer for their pace and we do know about the drama going on because we did talk about it in the last episode with the driver contracts but their pace has seemed to be taking a hit and this we didn't see Lando Norris finishing the points for this race so uh, that's where we are that's the top five things we learned which is Max Verstappen the league of his own Charles Leclerc lacking faith in Ferrari strategies George Russell consistent top five so keep looking at that if you're looking to bet that's a good betting angle for the top six uh, we also have Williams, the low drag car, doing very well. So any more low drag circuits, we might see Williams up in the points. And Alpine's performance have been absolutely dominant over McLaren. Yeah, I'll go back to what you were uh, bringing up, Mikhail, about Mercedes. And we kind of felt maybe that the momentum, at least for the short term, would take a hit at the spot. Certainly did. They were 1.8 seconds behind the pole sitter. So Mercedes was just kind of behind the eight ball from the get-go there in Belgium last week. I would expect a little bit more of a rebound because they did get the technical directive. By the way, this circuit this week we're going to have for the Dutch Grand Prix at Zandvoort, I think it's a little more similar to Hungary than it is for Belgium, the spa last week. So I think that might work a little bit better for Mercedes. And absolutely right, Al Al Alpine and McLaren have kind of had a little feud uh, lately over Oscar Piastri and where he is going to drive for the 2023 season. But Alpine got the better of McLaren in a big way last week so uh let's go ahead and get you updated on the uh driver standings and the team championship constructor standings and it's all red bull 474 points for red bull and now they go to max verstappen's home race here in the netherlands the orange army going to be out in full force this weekend so 474 for red bull 357 for mercedes or 357 for ferrari i should say 316 for mercedes max verstappen 
now almost a 100-point lead, 284. His teammate Sergio Perez now in second at 199. Charles Leclerc at 186. You don't want to necessarily say with so many races left that it's a wrap, but we're very close to uh, crowning, I think, Max Verstappen what looks like the inevitable back-to-back world championship. So uh, we'll see how he does in the home game this week on the other side for the Dutch Grand Prix. We're going to take a quick break and recap and uh, handicap uh, what we're going to see at the Netherlands. So uh, be sure to follow us, by the way, at VSIN Live and also at West Reynolds One on the tweets, and we'll get the picks out to you at the end of the show and also on the social media. So come back on the other side. This is Racing Lines, VSIN, the Sport Betting Network. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Racing Lines, VEASAN's Formula One betting show with the English racing expert, Mikhail Miranda. Here is Wes Reynolds. Back with you on Racing Lines, Wes Reynolds and Mikhail Miranda. We are going to get a look at the Dutch Grand Prix this weekend on the Formula One circuit. And here at Zandvoort, uh, this this was the old track back in like the 40s and the 50s. And then they took a break and went elsewhere. But starting last year, they returned here to Zandvoort for the Dutch Grand Prix. Of course, we mentioned in the last segment, Max Verstappen, the uh, pride and joy of Netherlands. This is his home race. So you are going to see a lot of the Orange Army in the stands. They are going to be out in absolute full force this weekend. Uh, undulating track here at Zandvoort. Uh, Mikhail, get us on updated on more of the specifics that we see on this circuit for this weekend. Absolutely. Undulating is the best word to describe this track. It's got 
a roller coaster type feel with the waves and the way that the Tarzan corner is actually banked. This is the second time we're seeing a banked corner here in this season. The first one was back in Saudi Arabia where they had that really, really steep bank. Oh, we're back here to seeing that steep uh, bank again and a lot of drivers seem to actually love it. It seems to mimic a lot of Hungary so we might see similar sort of pace, uh, similar sort of uh, downfalls on the cars and the packages. So it's going to be very interesting to see what's going to go on. But as he said, Orange Army, or as I like to say, Bleeding Orange. Max already taken the championship way too far. He's got a big lead, almost 100 points over Charles Leclerc, who was his actual competitor, but does not seem to be doing much anymore. But also, uh, it's just his home track. He has done very well over here. Even last year, he's seen that won that track. So it's 72 laps of pure racing. Now, I can't wait to see what goes on starting tomorrow at 5 o'clock in the morning Pacific time is when we have free practice one. I'm going to be paying close attention because I do want to see what some of the drivers do, how they react to the track because the odds seem to have a very heavy favorite on the orange man, the Dutchman. Um... Wes, why don't you bring up, up on the odds for their race? Yeah, Mikhail, that's a very good point because this being the home race for uh, Mad Max here, you're already paying the tax, I think, right away. Not only the momentum and how good he has been all season, but in recent weeks, we've seen the price be even money, minus $1.05, minus $1.30. So kind of a very slight favorite, not a slight favorite this week at minus $2 before we even get any practice sessions and qualifying. So yeah, you're already paying the tax, but obviously it is hard to go against this momentum and this runaway freight train that is Max Verstappen. So at minus $2, you know, if he wins the poll, you might be paying minus 350 or minus four dollars going into sunday's race so i still think minus two dollars relatively fair but behind him for the win charles leclerc you can get him anywhere from about plus 350 to four to one carlos Sainz nine to one lewis hamilton and sergio perez 12 to one respectively 18 to one on george russell and then you get to the two mclarens at both 150 to one that is uh Lando Norris uh, and actually both and the Alpine, I should say, Fernando Alonso, 150, Esteban Ocon, 300 to one, Daniel Ricardo, 300 to one, and then so on down the grid. Uh, at DraftKings, you can also do not only that, you could do podium finish, you could do top six, you can do top 10. So those are the odds there, at least from the uh, driver standpoint. If you want to just go podium, Max Verstappen, minus $4, that goes without saying. Charles Leclerc minus 190. Sergio Perez and Carlos Sainz right at around even money to get on the podium. Lewis Hamilton plus 130. George Russell 175. Norris, Alonso 18 to 1. Ocon, Daniel Ricciardo 40 to 1. And then on down to Sebastian Vettel 50 to 1 and throughout the grid. And then you can also do a double podium finish if you want to play the team aspect for both drivers of the team get on the podium. Red Bull plus 105, Ferrari plus 185, Mercedes 5-1. They're the clear three best teams, as we indicated by the point standings. And then you got to go down to Alpine and McLaren at 500-1. to one. So you're probably betting one of those top three teams. And uh, you can also do double top tens, heavy, big, 
on both of those sides uh, in terms of uh, what Red Bull is going to do, what Ferrari is going to do, and what Williams is going to do. So, uh, you know, Mikhail, uh, in terms of a race winner, and we'll go through some of our podium finishes and maybe our top sixes and whatnot, but I'm not going to reinvent the wheel here. I think Max Max is going to win this race. It's just all set up for him. It's, you know, going home with that momentum off uh, what he did at the spa for the Belgian Grand Prix and then going home to see, as you say, the bleeding orange crowd that is going to be there at Zandvoort. I'm not wanting to get in front of him. I think he's going to win this race. Absolutely. I am on par with you. I do think that Max Verstappen has got this in the bag. But again, we don't know what happens on the race day. But he is looking more and more confident as we go through this season. Very, very comfortable in the Red Bull car and with the pace that it has had. But Wes, uh, something that's really weird to me that I think you might find weird as well is Sergio Perez, Carlos Sainz, Almost even money, minus 105. But Charles Leclerc at minus 190 for a podium finish. That's very interesting to me because Sergio Perez is driving a Red Bull and is much faster than Charles Leclerc. Do you really agree with the odds that's going on up here? Minus 190 for Charles? Yeah, look, I, I think that they're probably looking at Charles's earlier season form when he won all those polls in a row, thinking that he could get it right. But we we talked about it. It's not the drivers getting it wrong for Ferrari. It's the team getting it wrong for him with the tire strategy and sending them out on the wrong tires. Like, that's a mistake that you expect one of the backmarker teams to make. You know, maybe like an Alfa Tari or somebody like that. You don't expect that out of Ferrari, that they wouldn't get that right. But they've let those guys down, especially Charles Leclerc, on the strategy this year. So, yeah, I thought it might be a little bit tighter. I'm not surprised that McLaren, or Leclerc has at least better odds, you know, to get a podium or to win a poll because that's what he's done all year, even though Carlos took the poll at Spa last week. Except a minus 190 compared to Sergio Perez's minus 105 because last time that Ferrari actually won a championship was back in 2007 with Kimi Raikkonen. They have been in the midfield. Last season, they were fighting against McLaren, who is right now fourth or fifth in the constructors fighting against Alpine. I don't think Ferrari have what it takes to be sort of the championship as of yet. They might have to see this for next year. But uh, Charles at minus 190 to be on the podium, that's very, very interesting. I would say more minus 120, given the dealings that Ferrari has been going on with, especially blundering all the strategies. And actually now, since the last race, asking Charles, what does he think? Like, he's the driver. He's got to focus on getting that car up in the podiums and to win. And you're asking the driver, what do you think? I don't think minus 190 really suits Charles in the podium, maybe minus 120, because even though Max is like minus 400 to be on the podium, right? Minus four dollars, minus 190 to me still is quite high for yeah. For Ferrari is kind of like not necessarily a fade for me this weekend, but they might be a leave alone because based on what you talked about just a moment ago with the track layout and their and their setup, you would think that this would be a good track for Ferrari and especially Charles Leclerc. However, there's a lot of uncertainty with their strategy right now, and it is very hard, I think, to show a little bit of faith and say, okay, this is the point where they kind of turn it around and at least get some momentum. I, I don't want to say the championship is done, but it is likely done. So, you know, you just got to look at the last several races, and it's like, can Ferrari build on something and at least close the gap to have some positivity going into the 2023 season? So I just... 
you know, they can't go another weekend with this poor strategy. I mean, if you get beat by Red Bull, you get beat because they're just better than you are. But, you know, to just make mental errors and to make unforced errors, you know, we're in U.S. Open tennis season right now. So, you know, unforced errors, that's basically what Ferrari has been doing. So uh, they're going to be a leave alone for me. I mentioned we're on uh, pay or on par there with Max Verstappen to go ahead and win the race. But I'm looking a little bit too in terms of down to like the podium finishes. And I, I think we're going to line up on the same. And I'd, I wouldn't be against, and I'm probably going to bet this accordingly, Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. Hamilton is 130, George Russell 175. To bet that at least one of those guys are getting on the podium this weekend for Mercedes. Oh, I'm absolutely with you. I do have an asterisk aside Lewis Hamilton because uh, as Vincent has started to do with doing pro tips, always look at what the market is doing, how it's changing along. So... Uh, we might see some pace deficit going into free practice three on Saturday and maybe they might tune up their engines a bit faster in qualifying. But I will be looking at that number to see if it changes in my favor after qualifying because if Ferrari do take like a big step as we're not hoping, but it might be a surprise to us, that number plus 130 with DK might actually work in our favor and be somewhere close to plus 200, plus 250. So shop around for your numbers, obviously. But I'm looking at Lewis Hamilton for a podium finish. Uh, another one that I like is uh, Fernando Alonso, top six finish. As we said, Alpine have actually been running away with the constructors down in that midfield pack going over McLaren. So I do see them actually being in the top 10 but top six has much better odds for me so fernando alonso does have that uh what would you say racecraft right going forward so i do say fernando alonso top six so i might take that right now it's at even money uh that might drop down so i'm going to look at to take it as soon as possible and then a double podium finish now ferrari may not be able to win but they might be able to get on the podium with uh, Charles and Carlos there. So I'm looking at some nice plus money at plus 185 there with DraftKings. A double top 10 finish. Now, this team has sort of been out of the talks. We've not even mentioned them since the little announcement of retirement from Sebastian Vettel. But Aston Martin, uh, Sebastian Vettel has been doing some good with Aston Martin recently. Now that he's got that weight lifted off his shoulders, like at the end of the season, I'm done. And Lance Stroll is looking to be a leader uh, especially with Fernando Alonso coming in next year. He's looking to be more on par with the world champions as his teammate. So I'm due, I do look at Aston Martin for a double top 10 finish at plus 450. And then obviously race, race winner Max Verstappen minus 200. I don't think that number's going to work in my favor. So I'm going to lay it right now. Because uh, we know once qualifying comes, that's going to, as you said, West going to go up to minus 350 or even minus $4 it's going to work away from us. So if you see anywhere around uh, even money to minus 200, I would say take it any any more than minus 210, you're just paying a heavy, heavy tax and it's not worth taking money. Just There's no point in play, placing that bet. What do you think, Wes? Yeah, and uh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you got to try to take, and that's the thing with Formula One markets. Sometimes the number's going to go in your favor. Sometimes it's going to go against you based on what we see in the practice sessions on Friday and then all the qualifying sessions on Saturday. But want to piggyback a little bit off your Alonzo before we go. And I'd be interested in Esteban Ocon, his teammate at plus 185 for a top six. If you go back to last week, even though I think the Hungary track is more 
conducive or more correlated to success this week in the Netherlands necessarily than what we saw at Spa last week in Belgium. But Esteban Ocon was quicker in Fernando Alonso in qualifying last week, did finish behind him on the grid. But uh, Ocon had to take that grid penalty, of course, started 16th, but ended up driving up and getting seventh. So just outside the top six. So Esteban Ocon at plus 185, I think would be a good look for a top six. And I'm not in disagreement with you on Fernando Alonso. So what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and uh, and send these out. These will be sent out for our subscribers in the VSIN Daily Pro email. So we will get our plays up and add any that we have throughout the weekend if we see anything in practice or we see anything in qualifying. So that's going to do it for this episode of Racing Lines with our preview of the Dutch Grand Prix here in the Netherlands to uh, start Labor Day weekend here in the States. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of exciting races left to go. Next week, we're going to be at Monza in Italy for the Italian Grand Prix as we have a uh, three-week streak in a row of Formula One races. So catch us next time here on Racing Lines for Mikhail Miranda. I am Wes Reynolds. This is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey there, it's Mikhail Miranda, co-host of Racing Lines. VEASAN has a new full afternoon lineup starting at 2 p.m. Eastern. Watch Dave Ross and a Mark show on VEASAN's Big Bets. At 4 p.m., see Stormy Bonantoni and Matt Brown on VEASAN's Final Countdown. Tim Murray and Sean King lead you to the biggest games of the evening on VEASAN's Primetime at 6 p.m. Eastern. Watch VEASAN's Live Bet Tonight hosted by Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds at 9 p.m. Eastern. And at midnight, Greg Peterson brings the day home on the Greg Peterson Experience. Check out VEASAN.com for the full lineup and full complement of VEASAN Pro Tools. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.